I'm getting old, oh, oh. just getting old, just getting old, just getting old. Welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John, and with me as always, I have my co-host, Clark! Wow, that was way Oh my more. god, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so excited to be here though. How are you doing? Uh that was uh that was way more exciting than it was last week. Last week you didn't <laughs> even know who you were. I've been getting thirty minutes of sleep in, at my office. I, I, noon comes around, I turn the lights out, I turn off my track light that's over my credenza. And I just I just I just sit back and I sleep at my desk now. <laughs> So I guess giving me 30 more minutes a day, at least. Sometimes it's like 35. So I'm like an hour and a half, two hours more rested than I was last week. You, on the other hand, are different, right? Uh, yes. Um, I'm no longer running a route, but I still ran a route. So, so uh, there, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened this week. I had to run a Chicago route, and I, I feel like being a manager, I've ran less routes. And I hate using GPSs because it just adds extra time to your day. And then it rained, and then it was, you know, freezing cold, and then, uh, you know, we had snow, and it was just a lot of bad stuff that could happen did happen. But the week is over, and we are now recording the episode. So thank God. So what for number that. episode is this? I feel like this is an important episode. I don't know. Well, twenty nine ish. This is episode thirty. Thirty. That's right. We are maturing, man. That's right. We are maturing. We are maturing as the audience matures with us. Ah, well, I'm excited, man. This is going to be good. This is going to be a real good episode. I can feel it already. I I hope so. So, (laughs) before we actually, I I discussed with you today, do you happen to remember the trailer I asked you to watch today? Um, I didn't watch it. Sorry. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Usually, I would, on Fridays, I wouldn't nap in my office, but I do, so now I can... Sorry. What was what was it? Um, so the trailer was for... Um, I think it was Shaft. Damn it. Um, it is the sequel to the Shaft movie with Samuel L. Jackson. And yeah. this one has his son... As well His as actual son, which also and it also has, um, the original Shaft, Richard Roundtree. Okay, so wow! It literally is. It unites all three, all the different Shaft universes, and brings it together for this movie. Roundtree would have to be pretty old, right? Yeah, I think he was born. I thought I read in the thirties, maybe twenties. 1920s, and then Samuel Jackson was born uh, during the 1940s. Okay. Wow, so, he's getting old. So, and then, uh, and then this new guy. I mean, he looks like he's maybe pushing 30. Like, he looks hmm. young. So he's close to the age of our podcast episode. That's right. So I'm excited. It looks really fun. Very campy. But at the same time, it's a very Samuel Jackson kind of movie, so it looks pretty funny. I'm excited for it. Well, I'm sorry I ruined. <laughs> as slippery as my mind is getting these days, I I did not watch that, oh. but I will. I will after I put out my notes here. I'm sorry. Get to it, son. Get to it. 
to it. All right, before we get into the topic, we're going to go for a quick ad break. Hi, guys. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Ty. And we're co-hosts on the podcast After After the the Hashtag. hashtag. We're a married couple in our mid-twenties who like to tell stories and give insights into our lives. Our goal is to show that marriage and parenting are not easy, but you're not in it alone. We also have fun with segments like Settle the Dispute, Bachelor Recap, and other great topics. So be sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you can listen to your podcasts. We love interacting with our listeners, so please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget, when the wedding hashtag fades away, your love doesn't have to. Okay, so I know we were planning this week on discussing something that you and I both hold dear to us, and I think we're going to talk directly more in the 90s. We'll talk a little bit about 2000s, and I think we can actually do a sequel to this episode about the 80s, because I believe the 80s like literally could be an hour-long episode by itself. The whole 80s is just a one-hit, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So this week we actually are going to be discussing one hit wonders. One hit wonders. Man, I'm this is going to be good cuz this this is exactly like when I first kind of thought about doing this podcast and I was like, man, I can't wait till we do one hit wonders. And music is kind of more of, you know, something I care more about. I know you care more about like I don't know, like comics and movies are kind of your thing. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I love music, and I know there's several people I know my age or right around my age. They're like, I don't even listen to music. I listen to podcasts or I, I listen to the news or whatever else. But I just love music. So well, this is kind of right in my wheelhouse. Well, you know that, um, you know, I'm not a big music person. However, the music that I listen to a lot is '90s music. So when it comes to one-hit wonders, I mean, it just really does fall right into place for me. Um, and you know this episode I think we're just going to be talking about some of the artists that we remember from back in the day and god forbid if we start singing I'll cut it out and I'll just splice in with a <laughs> if an we actual start singing? clip from the actual songs oh dude you know me I will I, I'll do it so you're going you're gonna to have to do some editing I guess that's uh, yes, whatever I okay but it. before we get started can I let's do a quick throwback because this, we've been so tired the last like God, since Christmas, I feel like I haven't done this in a while. I've got a beer. <laughs> a stone, stone is the is the uh, brewery, right? Okay. Stone Brewing. I don't know how to say this, but it's looks like it's Zocco Vesa. Um, X O C O V E Z A. It's uh, it says brewed with chocolate, coffee, pasadilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. I'm gonna get right to it. What are you drinking today? Uh, I'm not drinking anything. You didn't have a visit from the doctor today? Um, I Mr. Went, Pepper. I actually went to Applebee's today, and I hey. had a Dr. Pepper. Does that count? It does count. It does count. So I went to the doctor. Yeah. That's okay, about well, it. I, I just wanted to do that. I'm glad that I feel like I had to bring that back today because I feel a little better than I felt in a while. <laughs> You know, we've it, everyone's been under the weather, and everyone's you know been hating the weather, literally. So it's okay. I understand. Okay, so how do you want to do this? Are we gonna just go back and forth? Because I know, I feel like we we didn't actually talk about who was gonna do what. We just kind of said, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do this. 
Yeah, and we wanted to hold this as a secret as well. Typically, we do ask the audience, hey, please contribute. But I, I think that's one a little too easy because there is so many well-known 90s one-hit wonders. But I also want to surprise a lot of people because I want to talk about some things that like, I know people haven't heard or thought about in a long time. Okay. So, like, for instance, um, I know people haven't heard this song in a while uh, by Joan Osborne. Are you familiar with that name at all? I am. I'm familiar <laughs> with Joan Osborne because I remember when she, people were like, oh, that's, is she related to Ozzy Osborne? And, like, I remember being a kid and people were like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's, she's one when this song came out, I literally did think that. Yeah, this was her big step. Like this was going to be her rise, and unfortunately, it did not take place. Um, however, that song is one of us. Okay. So, uh, one of us is. Uh, I've heard the song plenty of times, but the the moment it was truly brought to the forefront for me was when I watched the movie uh, Evan. Or I'm sorry, Bruce Almighty. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the first one. That has Jim Carrey, right? Yes. So then okay. Jim, just Jim Carrey walking around. What if God was one of us? So you're used to, you used to, I figured I'd start singing first. You did oh, it this no, time. I had, I had to at least demonstrate Jim okay. Carrey's greatness. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on a bus trying to make his way home. Oh my God! You can call me Bruce. What? Good gosh, that that song was really good. I mean, I, I feel like okay, you know how we didn't really have digital music then, so what we did is we had a tape, a blank tape, and when our song would come on the radio, we'd push record, hold it up to the radio, and and record it. That song is was definitely on my on my mixtape. Well, just so you know that this song actually peaked at number four on the U.S. Billboard's Top 100, um, so it was pretty highly touted. And then you know, she just really didn't hit anything else afterwards. So. I, you know, I, I always think like, did these is. Because, you know, one hit, one, they recorded an album at least, or two, or three, and this is like the hit. But, and I try to think of what else she possibly did, but I can't even... I mean, she is the epitome, I think, of one hit wonder. I mean, no offense to Matchbox 20, but Matchbox 20 lies along the lines of, of one hit wonders a lot, too. Because, I mean, if you listen to their album, more often than not, their albums are terrible. But there's always that <laughs> one good song. Yeah, but they have like 40 albums, so they have like 40 good songs. Yeah, so they got 40 good songs. <laughs> um, I know that there was that one album, Unwell, that was really good of theirs, but um, I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. And then I think I Got a Disease was in the same album, and that's, I think, the only two songs I liked out of that entire thing. That entire album or like – That all, entire the, album. Like, so it was like okay. those two songs. So it, it – in a way, they were kind of one-hit wonder per album because I just felt like the rest of that album was trash. But I feel like I could name, I can I can test myself. I can name eight of their songs. I feel like that 
kind of cancels out the one hit wonder ish unless we're going oh, yeah. like one well, per album. Oh no, I, I I completely agree with you. I'm just saying it's it it almost falls into that that area for me. Yeah, but they they were like a household name, and oh, I mean, yeah. I guess now they're. I mean, people, people still our age know who they are. But oh yeah, for sure. I don't know if they're still. I think they are still doing stuff. I feel like they came to um, Atlanta not too long ago, or at least what was his name Rob Thomas. Yeah, Rob Thomas. Maybe it was a solo act. I don't know. I feel like at least he came. I mean, the last time I really heard the name Rob Thomas was during an episode of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> So. Yeah, you know what that is? Huh? That's Rob Thomas. Matchbox 20. Sing a song. Shut up. Um, that, by the way, that show, I've seen like five episodes total, but all of them are awesome. I just I need to go back and... That's when I is on my real short list of go back and watch. Okay, just so you know. Um, the band... Uh, or the, the album, Yourself or Someone Like You, had Push... 3 a.m. and back to good. Only three good songs. Then you had Unwell. It was Unwell and Disease. Disease is alright, but Unwell is the good song out of that album. That's about it. Uh, Mad Season, If You're Gone. It's the only good song in that entire album. Um, uh, look how how far we've come. When in Rome. It's the only good song. <laughs> like they just they only had one song per album. It's crazy how you can literally sustain this. But I, like, I don't know what else you asked for, though. Like, you spent, I don't know. Artists now, I think, if you get two good songs off an album, and actually, I guess artists now don't really even do albums. I know John Mayer kind of moved to the, I'm just going to release a song at a time. Yeah, I don't want to talk about John Mayer. <laughs> well, then you just delete this whole part. <laughs> no John Mayer. John Mayer's out. Oh. I've said his name three times, so now we, we owe him a He's going to sue us for something, probably. It's, if you say his name three times, is it kind of like Candyman? He appears? you got to look in the mirror and turn <laughs> around backwards or something. I don't know. Or it's like Beetlejuice. You get shrunk down, and you're in this fake world. I don't know. So um, I have another one-hit wonder for you. Um, do you remember the name Meredith Brooks? Of course. I doubt it. Um, the B word, right? Yeah, this is the B word. I'll that's say the it one, just because it's the, the title of the song, so I won't edit this part out. But, um, uh, bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a bitch. I'm a love. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. Amazing well, it wasn't. Song. But it was everywhere. <laughs> and it's crazy that a song that had that much impact that, like, I still sing the song every once in a while because it's just in the back of my head. It's crazy that that much attitude into one song. She could not reciprocate it. Right. No, right, yeah. I mean that's that was it for her. Wasn't she like a like a woman's right activist or something and she got into politics and all that? Uh, you probably don't know. Don't you probably don't know. know. Um I do not know. Yeah. Uh, no I, worries. I do know that uh that song was number two on the US Billboard's top one hundred list in nineteen ninety seven. I think she was at what is that was that all women's festival Liz Liz Fair no uh, there was some kind of all women women's um, music festival I think she headlined that year and it was like a huge women's rights movement someone's gonna listen to, to this podcast and be like 
Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> but I, I know, I know, I kind of know. I know enough. I know enough to be dangerous with that. I think the one thing that she had going for her in that song was she did pull off. It, it felt like a Alanis Morissette kind of song. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. that's one of those things that when I grew up later in life, not realizing that it wasn't Alanis Morissette that sang that. Since I'm a big music guy, I feel I, I like Alanis Morissette to me has a very distinct voice, but it's written just like something she writes. Oh yeah, sure. totally. Okay, I mean, you want you want to keep going with you, or do you want I me? Mean, what do you want me to do? Uh, go ahead if you want to jump in one. Yeah. Okay, so the definition of one hit wonders is is surrounded with this song. Okay. 1990, Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby. Uh, I will fight you tooth and nail. That is the only Go Ninja, ninja go, go, ninja, ninja, go. Go, go Ninja, Go. Okay, I'm sorry. So, so you've named, go, ninja, so, go, name ninja, another one. Go, 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 you named like nine go, Matchbox 20s and fit them in that category, uh, but he has two. And you're something gonna... from uh, the movie Cold as Ice, where he starred. So that may be three. <laughs> I don't maybe. remember it. I haven't seen that movie since I was like He has a one wow. come on. That's 1990. I don't know when MC Hammer was, um, but he had two. Too Legit to Quit and um, Hammer Time. Yeah, MC Hammer was... It was all the same era as Vanilla Ice. That's why I grouped it together. That makes sense. Um, I mean, not many people can have a gold toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. He, he for sure was the type of guy... Okay, here's my first, you know, $100,000... Golden toilet. That's what I'm getting. First thing I'm getting is a golden toilet. Well, it's the same thing with Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper yeah. only had Push It and um, Ooh Baby Baby. Ooh Baby Baby. That's like their they, only two songs. Yeah, that's true. But they had, yeah, they had that one. And there's a uh, the end of Ellen's most famous stand-up. She oh. sings that Salt and Pepper song. So that was that's a that to me is yeah she's there they are definitely a, a one hit wonder maybe two and that's where I get kind of confused is because you have two is it still one hit wonder I, kinda right easily though I will say this I was just talking about you know the the attitude you're crazy that they couldn't reciprocate it I think it's is it Crazy Town uh, Crazy Town Butterfly Butterfly yeah. Oh yeah, That's, it's insane. Come come, my lady. Come come, my lady. That. Oh my word. Oh yeah, you hit. Yeah, exactly. Like that is that defines you, and it's like, how do you make that? How do you make that work again? You yeah, can't. That, that's something that what, every time I listen to that, I'm like, how can you not follow up with anything? Sexy, sexy, pretty little something. Because you get, you're gonna, you're, you can put in the song instead of me singing that. Because but. when was right, right Side Fred? Was that 90s or was that 80s? I'm too sexy. I'm too sexy for my... Um, that is a very good question. I think we, that'd have to be either late 80s or early 90s. That can kind of fall in, I, I imagine. There'll be a little bit of overlap, probably. I gotta pull that up, because it's bothering me that I don't know. Right Said Fred, Too Sexy... Um, that was that was 1992. So it was 90s. Okay. It isn't. It was 90s. Yeah. It was 90s. Early early 90s. Because if you ever watch like the original like VH1, I love the 90s or something like that, they would have like they'd play him, play that song, and at the very end he says, "I'm too sexy for this song," and then the, the very last line that 
almost every comedian on the show always makes is apparently they were too sexy to ever make another song ever again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 92 was a big a big year for, for uh, one-hit wonders. And I guess a lot of the 90s were. Not as much as the 80s, to your point earlier. But in that same year, you have Sir Mix-A-Lot, Baby Got Back. Yeah. So that, I mean, that is, even now, that's everywhere. There's a there's like kids kids channel. Uh, I know Amelia sings it, but it's not. It's kind of toned down. It's like um, it's like she doesn't say, "Oh my God, Becky, look at that at her butt." She's it's like, "Oh my God, Becky, oh my," and it like hits a beat, and then it's like it just changed. But well, isn't that like Amelia's five years old singing it? Isn't that the Nicki Minaj song? Where they, they I, I think it's called Anaconda. I barely know who Nicki Minaj is, so I'm I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> Maybe. Um, my anaconda don't I mean that makes sense well let me talk about this my favorite one hit wonder song period um cause I'll go back and listen to this all the time is Torn by uh, Natalie Ambrugia Ambrulia can that remember, <laughs> no one knows name, how to say that name no one knows how to say no, her name but it's an amazing song it is an amazing song and right now if that song the beginning of the song comes on it's like wait a minute I love that song <laughs> now, it takes me. It probably takes me a minute to figure it out but yeah I'm right there with you. That's a yeah, good one. She Real was, good one. Like, uh, I think she was this Danish chick. Uh, I mean, she was gorgeous. I, re- I remember seeing like the music video, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, like easy, you know, face for you to fall in love with. Love the music, and then I just you cannot find anything on her. Really? It's crazy. She disappeared. It, I mean, she had stuff, but she's Danish, so it, like I guess it only stayed over there. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the one song that kind of crossed borders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the '90s were so packed. Like after this episode, people are gonna be like, I had no. I mean, maybe they had an idea, but they had. They're not gonna know what hit them because you also have Billy Ray Cyrus's "Achy Breaky Heart" came out in the '90s. Oh my God! I thought and that maybe was like '80s. No, that's '92. I think that you, um, I, I, I just, because I was, you know, living in the South, I don't know how, what exposure you guys had to it, but. Oh, I've, I've heard it. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, that gave him enough money to propel uh, whatever his, uh, Miley Cyrus, right? Get her started. Yeah, that, uh, if you want to watch something really unnerving, watch Miley Cyrus audition tape for Disney Channel. Uh, do I have to? Okay, I will. Yeah, it's really creepy. <laughs> do I have to? It's really creepy. Fine, I will. Watching <laughs> it right now. Pause. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to watch it now. Um, um, but you have in 1992 also, and it's at almost every football or basketball game you've ever been to and will ever go to, um, the House of Pain, Jump Around. Yes. Jump, jump. Get up and get down. Jump, jump. When I think you know. of jump around, I think of just um, jock jams. <laughs> jock jams, that's funny. Yeah, I forgot about all about jock jams, but yeah, for sure. All right, how how about this? So this is still used in TV shows today. It was uh, number eleven on the top one hundred billboards in nineteen ninety eight. Um, Closing time by Semisonic. Closing time. What a great song. That actually was a brilliant song. It, it's a great song. And then, like, the lyrics at the very uh, at, um, I know who will want to take me home. I know who will want to take me home, so take me home. 
And it's literally the whole thing is about he knows there's a woman that he wants to, you know, to have him take him home so that he doesn't have to be alone anymore. It's the woman that he wants to be with. It's closing time. He's he's running out of time. It's great, great song. It's stressful now that you now that you mentioned it. It's like at the end, like everyone's starting to pair up. Like it's closing time, so it's like, but the girl he wants hasn't paired up yet, <clears throat> and. She's still there. Yeah. But it's really sad in a way too because it's not it's not even about like sex. It's more about like he's he's, he's doesn't want to be lonely. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. you know what? Let me spin this off too, because you know, that in the lyrics is finish your whiskey and beer. So let me turn the whiskey and beer to a vodka drink and a lager drink. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> for, for anybody that doesn't get that reference, um, Chumba Wumba. Well, well said. Chumba Wumba. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, if you get knocked down, do you get back up again? Uh, kinda. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the best part about this song is: Have you ever seen the movie? It's a cheerleading movie, so it kind of falls in line with like, um, uh, what's the song? Uh. Or not, it's not Bring It On, but it's another one called Fired Up. Oh, I've never heard of that one. I've heard of Bring It On. Um, Fired Up had this guy who was an absolute like tool boyfriend of one of the cheerleaders, and he, while he's driving in the car with his one strong one of the songs, he's <laughs> singing this song about all the alcohol, and then after he gets done singing that part, he's like, "Oh, Chumba Wumba." Soundtrack of my life. <laughs> you know why? Cause I get knocked down. When I get up a girl, you're never gonna get me down. Awesome song, Chumba Wumba. It's the soundtrack to my life, man. This is the night <laughs> So that one song is the soundtrack of his life. It's so great. It makes me so happy. That's funny. I think this song was oh called Tub Thumping. Tub Thumping. Yeah, because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because like, it doesn't really make sense to me in the song, but that's it. That's definitely it. And what's the lyrics? Because it, it's like, um... Oh, I get it, knocked down, but I get up again. Donnie, Never gonna is it keep Donnie Boy? Donnie Boy, Cause, yeah. Because everyone always thought it was Johnny Boy when I Pissing was growing the up. So they always, I always thought they were saying Johnny Boy. I'm like, yeah, I don't like this at all. Because my name's John. It's not Johnny. Don't don't call me Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> See, you could have gone the other way though. You could have been like, they're singing about me. Yeah. I guess I don't. But I don't you're know. like I you're like me because like my my real first name is John, as I guess everyone knows by now. But <laughs> I hated being called Johnny or John. They're like, hey Jonathan. Right? I'm like, well, not my name, but okay. Yeah, it's just hated that growing up. Yeah, that's the best part about. Um, Sam and I actually just talked about this like a week ago or so. She said. Um, she hates that my name is John and not Jonathan, because when she gets mad at me, she'd want to call me by my full name, Jonathan, but she can't. There's no, like, anger towards just being like, John! You know, there's something more yeah. powerful about yelling, like, Jonathan or something like that. Well, it's like, it's when we call our, our kids like by their, like, first, middle, and last name when we're mad at them, exactly. right? Amelia Kate Clark, you come over here and you pick up your toys. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. So what did you just say? What was the last one? Chumba Wumba? That is actually probably... There's so many on here that really just define... Define... Oh, yeah. One Hit Wonders. And the next one for me is probably... Um, 
the Proclaimers. Uh, 500 miles, 500 right? miles, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would walk 500 miles. Um, the actual song's called, the name is uh, I'm Gonna Be, and then in parentheses, 500 miles. Yeah. A song that was, like, extremely popularized by the TV show How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen that one. Yeah, because the joke is that Marshall, played by Jason Segel, has a Ford Fiero who only has... It's a tape deck. It's a a single with... (laughs) It's stuck in the tape deck, and it only plays the same song over and over again, and it's the Proclaimers... (laughs) <laughs> so it's so great it just plays over and over that would drive me nuts but it's hilarious um, oh my gosh yeah so the next one I have so I, I have someone here that I'm not I just I just don't know the separation between like dirty south rap or dirty south music versus um, everyone else in the world so I'm just gonna say it whoop there it is by tag team yeah tag team back again check with the wreck and let's begin party on party people let me hear some noise that one. Whoop, there it is. Yeah, it's amazing how much music like that actually existed in the 90s. There's so much, man. Like, you can just, seriously, so y'all, you guys go to Google and look it up. There's so many, so many songs that were, yes, I know that song. Or but Chris that's the Cross. Only song I know. Uh, uh, jump? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Cross, Jump. Um, Chris Cross will make you. Jump, 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 jump. Magdad will make you jump, jump, crisscross. Ma- yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a good song. Matter of fact, I think one of them just died recently. So rest in peace, oh, my friend. Oh, that's sad. You know, R.I.P. they wore their clothes backwards in the music videos. Remember that? Yes, I do. Like they zip, zip it up in the back. It's like, yeah. All right. So I'm just going to say these three names, and you tell me if you remember the songs. Okay. Um, the, I'm going to name the bands. Deep Blue Something. Yes. The Verve Pipe. Oh, yeah. And Four Non-Blondes. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. No, all no, all three of those. Absolutely. Okay. So Deep Blue Something, you had Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yep. Uh, the Verve Pipe, you had The Freshman. We oh, my gosh. What is... freshman. That the amount of times that right song now. was played at anything is insane. Every, every middle school dance. <laughs> and then... Four Non Blondes is, again, it's I, I'm putting that as one of my top five greatest one-hit wonders of all time because um, not, it's not even them singing the song that I cared about. I mean, her voice was incredibly unique. Like, it was very, you could tell who she was the moment you heard the song. But yeah. the version that I remember is, it was played all over the internet. It's the He-Man parody. The you He-Man know what parody. Ta- you know what I'm talking no. about? So uh-uh. there's a He-Man parody where it's a He-Man um, from the TV show uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe. And it's <laughs> him just going... And so I crossed on the path with a blind bitch to get it all in my head.
not. The only thing I've heard parody wise is I know Jimmy Fallon and uh, Justin Timberlake do a like a they're in like a camp. They're like kids at a camp, mm-hmm. and they start singing really like lightly. They get really loud in the camp. Like the Jordan Peele comes in and uh, was it? Which one is the? Um, which one was in that Netflix show? Like not the guy who did the, uh, the us. Michael Key. So Key was that. Okay, so Key was the one, not Peele. You're right. He is like the counselor, the mm-hmm. camp counselor. Such a funny clip if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, um, yeah. When we, I worked at my old company, uh, Boomba, where we worked in a warehouse. We purposely just tried to piss people off by hooking up speakers as loud as we could. Like I went, <laughs> we went and got like large speakers to put into like a laptop, so that we could just play YouTube videos and on our phones and just play it as like loud as possible. And that He Man song. I would find like ten hour loops of that thing and then oh, just my hide word. the speakers. So it would echo <laughs> terribly. Yeah, it was totally worth it. So so you've always kind of been in Yes. And I said casserole, so you don't gotta bleep that out. <laughs> you don't gotta bleep that one. Oh, I'll bleep it. It's fine. It's funny. Okay. Um what did I just do with my phone? Oh, there we go. I got like 17 other ones, so I'll, I'll go as long as you want me to go. Uh, yeah, we can keep hitting some more. Um, if you want, I can start merging into a little bit of the 90s or the 2000s a little bit. Let me hit some more 90s first, because I, I, sure. I've got to. And you can decide if you're editing this, you can decide taking any of it out if you want to. But um, you, I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Barbie Girl. Uh, we could, because that was not a one hit wonder. Perhaps you've never heard... Um, they have more than one song? Violets are red, yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, roses are red and violets are blue. Sugary is sweet, but not as sweet as you. Um, <laughs> I... Okay, please put the clip in for that. Cause yeah, I, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Barbie Girl. Everyone knows Barbie Girl. No one knows what you just sang. Uh, no one, you, you know. <laughs> you'd own the album to know that. Fine. If you want to follow that up, I'll follow, uh, if you want to hit that one, I'll follow it up with Eiffel 65. <laughs> yeah. Uh, blue. Blue Abadiabadai was insane. What year was that? Uh, on my list. I don't know why I don't have that on my list. Um, what else was they? Because, that's, yeah, that's all that they did. Oops. That's for sure. The other one that I'm thinking is... Um, so... I don't care what anyone says. He, all they did is a remake. I don't care how any of their other songs are. Every one of their music videos is the same damn thing. Alien Ant Farm. Oh, yeah. Alien Ant Farm redid... Um, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And it's incredible how much they could not do anything afterwards. Like, I, what, I, did they, like what did they even try? I feel like they just do a bunch of covers or what? Because I don't know anything about them. <sighs> Just use. I've seen two, maybe three music videos, and all of them take place in a movie theater. Like opens up, and that's <laughs> the music playing. Like I'm like, wow, it's not original. When you do the same thing every time, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me pull. Let me start pulling up some two thousands. Wait, hold. Give me one more. I get to do a couple you know, more. No, you go ahead. I'll, I'll do I'm a just quick. I'll do, I'll do like a fast run through real quick. Sure. The last ones on my list. So I have. Um, Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sitta in 1997. Okay. Um, I have Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. Yep, Sex and Candy. I smell sex and candy, yeah. 
Um, I have the new radicals. You get what you give. Nineteen ninety nine. That's pushing. We're getting. I mean, this will this will phase into two thousand. Yeah, for so sure. Be good. Um, I have uh, Eagle Eye Cherry. Save tonight. Save tonight. Um, I have Mambo Number Five. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be gone. Save tonight. Sorry. That's it. Then that's it. No, don't be sorry. Please keep singing. I'm. This is the first beer I've had in a while. I'm. I'm enjoying it. Sing, sing your heart out, bro. Um, Mambo Number Five by Lou Bega. Mambo Number Five. You know that one. Yep. And then, uh, I have several more, but I'll just finish it up with um, Tal Bachman. She's so high. She's so high. Oh yes, yes. Yes. Okay, so we can jump in two thousands if you want now. But that I had to I had to at least do a quick rundown of a few more on my list. Okay. Um. Willa Ford. Can honestly say I've never even knew her name. I want to be bad. Two thousand and one. Yeah, that was so good, and I can tell you, I didn't know her name ever. Oh, dude, Crazy Town Butterfly was two thousand and one. Also, well, there you go. I thought that was nineties, but um, see, I get it. Ninety, like late nineties and early two thousands, kind of run together for me too, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other one, I I was trying to pull up a more fancy one. Do you remember? The original Making the Band with P. Diddy. I don't think I ever watched it. I do remember the show. Okay. So the very first band ever that they did on that show was a band called O-Town. Okay. And O-Town was terrible. I mean, it was like the end of boy bands. Like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were like wrapping up by this point. Right. And... They came out with O-Town to be like, oh, you know, we need to replace the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and everything like that. Um, I'm trying to find the year. It's really bothered me. It's 2001. Um, And the song was All or Nothing. Okay. Let me see if I can... It sounds familiar, but I'll I'll have to look it up and hear it. Let me see. Right here. Oh, yeah. Not a good song, but at the same time, I remember this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, you're going to make me get my feels if you keep playing this song. So, if I play more than 30 seconds of the song, I have to review it for um, purposes. Um, I really like this song. I enjoy it very much, so what happened to this band? Is that your review? That's my review. <laughs> For legal purposes, we have to we got to put in like a disclaimer, a terms of service disclaimer. Exactly. Listen to our podcast. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. That's good, man. I forgot. I forgot. They were. Everyone you said so far was on my list, or at least like in my mind, like okay, at least I know who they are. That one was not even close, but I'm glad you brought that up. Oh yeah, that one. That I'll always remember that because it was so weird. I remember. I, I I hated watching reality TV shows, and I think it's because of shows like that. That made me not like it, and then it spun off into like American Idol and everything like that. I'm like, oh, great! You're the greatest karaoke singer. Great, awesome. So are we going through 2000s now? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm in it because I got to ask you a question: Is Fountains of Wayne a one-hit wonder? Fountains of Wayne had 
Stacy's mom. St- no, yeah, yeah. That, but did they have anything else? That, that was like that was like oh two or three. Uh, it had to be at least oh three or oh four. Maybe so four, but they yeah. But that's the only one that I can remember. Yeah, I can't. I can honestly tell you, I didn't even remember their name was Fountains of Lane. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> same. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, so bad. Well, um, let's go back real quick to to early two two thousand specifically. Sure. Do you remember Macy Gray? That sounds very familiar. I try to say goodbye and I choke. Try, try to walk to, away and I stumble. That was on my. I recorded that against the radio on my tape for sure. What's the other one? The one the chick that played on the piano, uh, Vanessa. That, 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 you'd, you'd literally just hear her drive. The music video is her driving around on the trailer of a truck on a piano, and all you hear is do 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 do, and I need you. You know what I mean? Vanessa. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. And get I miss you. And now I wonder. I think it's Vanessa Carlton or something. I don't remember. It's, Vanessa Carlton sounds familiar for sure. If I could fall into oh, the sky. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just remember for the music for the freaking piano. <laughs> the whole music video is just her playing the piano on the back of a yeah, trailer. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one on my list either. That's a good one. Now, if we're talking about early, early two thousands, you know you've heard. And okay, let's be fair for me. I, maybe, maybe you haven't, but I live really close to Athens, Georgia, which is the University of Georgia, which I did graduate from, and we were the Georgia. We are the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, so, around me a lot in two thousand. 2001, the Baha men who let the dogs out. The Baha. Who let the dogs out? Do you remember that? Yes. Um, okay. The one podcast that I listen to frequently called the the Weekly Planet. Uh, they always have a dog in the podcast room, and the dog wants to leave the room, and then he's like, "I'll let the dog out," and all he hears, "Who let the dog out?" Mason did. Mason did. And then the dog would be, "Who let the dog in?" Mason did. Mason what? <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad, but it's hilarious. Um, That's good. How about this one? Do you remember the calling? Uh, if I could. Yep. Yeah, I remember, but I can't remember the name of the song. If, I hear it. Wherever you would go. Mm-hmm. Wherever, yes, yeah. yes. That's a good one. <laughs> terrible band. Was there? Did they do anything else? I yeah, mean, I've, I've tried to listen to their stuff before, and it's terrible. It's not good at all. Why was that on my list either? Man, you did a little bit better research than me this this time. I just like, I What's, just thought, you know what? I know music, so I'm is, gonna know these. This is when I listen to music, so it helps. Gotcha. And the amount of times I've just, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to listen to today. Oh, well, I pay for YouTube, so let me just pull up, um, nineties uh, best top one hundreds or, or top one hundred one hit wonders, and then I just get this crazy randomness. Yeah. So that's that always helped me. If I could turn back time, yeah, that's um, such a good. Ashley Simpson's pieces of me. <laughs> <laughs> My wife Ashley has, who spells her name with two e's, also like Ashley Simpson, which I, I think she does too. She yes, had she that album. The only person I know that had that pieces of me album. Pieces of you, or pieces of you, whatever. Piece, yeah. I think it's pieces of me, pieces of you. I think. I don't know. I can't um, tell you. Isn't that the one where she had the lip sync problem? That, yeah, that was her Saturday Night Live blunder. That ended her career, didn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. She yeah. like literally like it seemed like she was singing and then like it just she either forgot the lyrics or the tape messed up. Like, it wasn't, I think I the think tape it was messed Vanilli up. Vanilli I think deal. it was because the, I think Family Guy made fun of it because she was about to do here's Ashley Simpson and the song's about to start and all of a sudden it plays Old Man River and she's like and then she starts doing like this really bad dance to try and oh, dance no. to Old Man River. <laughs> Part of me feels for her. Like, can you imagine? Like, what would you, what do you, what you do at that point? Well, the worst part is the fact that we know so many people lip sync. Oh yeah, it, it, we know they do. We there's no way Shania Twain can do the halftime show where she's spinning around three times in a row, four times in a row, and her volume does not change one bit. Oh like, yeah, take a breath. I mean, have you ever on. watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? None of those jokers sing. Yeah, for real. So, it's it's a shame that she's the one that took the bullet for everyone. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but she fits the list. No matter how it happens, she's a one hit wonder. Um, how about this one, Sean Kingston's "Beautiful Girls." Beautiful girls, that's a good one. That is a, that was that late. Uh, that was mid two thousands, right? That was like two thousand seven. Yeah, I know. I was in high school. The thing that I hated actually about this song is because. Um, I think he quoted, back in 99, I made my first crime. Well, this was back in 2007. I think he was 18 at the time. So back in 99, I'm like, you were like, what, 11? Do the math for me. I I don't remember. You you weren't doing crime. Your crime was you stole your friend's (laughs) bubble gum out of his book bag or something. Oh, I'm like, shut up, Sean Kingston. That was your crime, Sean Kingston. (laughs) Sean Kingston. Do you remember um, a group called? It was a. Uh, there were two girls. Uh, I think one was redheaded, one was blonde. Tattoo. Uh, Tattoo. All the things she said. All the things she said. All the things she said. Running oh, through my head. Yeah, running through my head. As hell. They were from. Uh, they're from Germany or somewhere. Yeah, that sounds Germanish. Yeah, but like the whole song was kind of this like innuendo that they were like into each other and uh-huh. and um, I know I know my wife's listening to this so she's gonna be so mad she's gonna walk in the room and just punch me in the face but uh, I was like I was so into them because that video I think like at the very end they kiss in the rain or something yeah um, I don't know. you may have to bleep that out <laughs> the whole this is I know this is a, this is a podcast that families can listen to but. Um, yeah, that that was a that that song and that music video were were special to me as, as a young boy growing up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, how about this? So I already mentioned Stacy's mom. So this is the other one that reminds me, just pure two thousands was um, Scotty doesn't know by Lustra. Mm, I don't know that one. Um, uh, did you ever watch the movie Euro Trip? Yes, because it has um, Michelle Trachtenberg in it, and it has Matt Damon. And it has Matt Damon in it. And Matt Damon is lip syncing the song "Scotty Doesn't Know." Oh, okay, it's been it's like I've seen it. I've seen it once. Oh, it's that's like, funny. That is by far my like my favorite Matt Damon movie, and he's barely in it. That's your favorite Matt Damon? Because <laughs> he just plays this douchebag musician. Yeah, and yeah. Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me. <laughs> it's so that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness! Terrible movie, but oh yeah, but very whatever. Bad. So what about uh, for we're going if we're going all the way through the early or the two thousands or at least halfway through? We had um, James Blunt. Oh yeah, James Blunt saying you're you're beautiful. 
you know, everybody was singing so, that song for a good six months. Funny story. My buddy's um, ex-stepdad, uh, when I would go to his house and I'd like, oh, let me try and find a movie that we can pop in so we can play video games so, like, I have something playing in the background or whatever. He would ha- he had, like, the thickest DVD thing I've ever seen where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, four CDs or five CDs in this thing. What is this? And it's a James Blunt, his life movie. What? I'm like, what the f- is this? And he's like, yeah, apparently uh, Rick Stewart loves <laughs> James Blunt. But he had one song. Who cares he about his life? He had one song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, if you're going to mention James Blunt, then I'm going to mention Daniel Powder. Daniel Powder had a uh, bad day? He had a bad day. Bad day. He took one down. And he sang his sad <laughs> song just to turn it around. <laughs> that was like smack in the middle of 2000s in my mind because I was I was a junior in college when that came out. Um, yeah, I just remember it being on like American Idol crap all the yeah. time. It was terrible. Like anytime someone lost that week, they would play that song, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> how would you now feel to be like synonymous for the song that people hear when you're eliminated? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, well, I wonder how much royalty they got put from it. Like, if I'm a millionaire for it, I'm like, yeah, bring it on. Okay, when you play it, if you give me money for it. Uh, how about 1985 by Bowling for Soup? I thought you said 1985 in my mind. I'm like, oh, we're hitting the 80s now. We're jumping all around. Um, um, Bowling I don't for remember soup. what yeah, year yeah. that was, but I remember. I'm pretty sure I was in high school. Bowling for Soup. Um. Was that the 90s? No, that was 2000s. It had to be 2000s. Bowling yeah, for Soup? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I was in high school. Yeah, you're right. I, I, don't, I don't see where... It, I, don't, I don't have it on my list, but... They yeah, tell yeah. her that she's uncool, but she's still preoccupied. That's all they did, for sure. <laughs> so, let's see. What else do I have in 2000s? Do you uh, remember um, The Darkness? The Darkness. They said, um, it's like... Uh, I believe in a thing called love. Just a little bit of Stupid song. <laughs> it's so uh. bad, right? That's like a, that's gonna be like a quick mention because I don't know anything about them except that little phrase right there. Isn't that? In, <laughs> did you ever play Garage Band? I never did. No. If you, I would hate to be the. I hated being the microphone guy when that song was on. <laughs> you had to do the high pitched squeal. Yeah, but it's such a. Yeah. Awful. Yo, but you're laughing the whole time. There's no, I mean, you can't take that song seriously. Uh, try not to laugh when you're trying to get into the song, man. Yeah, I get it. Um, how about the reason by Hoobastank? I think my wife hates that song. I can't remember, but she I hates. I can understand why. It's a terrible song. <laughs> for some reason, it's listed as the top, like number four on top ten uh, memorable one-hit wonders. Wow. I, I mean, I get it because it, it came in with that, like it's like. It has like two notes or something over and over for a couple of, a couple of stanzas, and then it comes in. Yeah, I mean it's just it's like a it's epitome of a like slow pop song, right? I'm trying to remember exactly how that goes. What's the name of it? It's called uh, uh, the reason. The reason. Is that the one that's like? I'm not a perfect person. God, it's so whiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's so whiny. That's a good phrase. Like, whiny is perfect for what that is. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, found your all the things she said. Oh, how about yellow card? Yellow card. Yellow card did uh, uh, ocean something. Yeah, Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Yellow card. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I didn't even he like was that everywhere. song. They, that was one of those stupid songs they wouldn't stop playing over and over on the radio. I know. I know. I that know. was like the, the that was right around the beginning when I was like, I need to stop listening to the radio and start downloading music and listen to that. Is that that's what ruined music for you? You started listening to podcasts about then, didn't you? Uh, not at that point. I yeah. want to say podcast really started for me probably around 2011. That's when okay. I found the Kevin Smith Fat Man on Batman podcast. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. So towards the end of two thousands, I I kind of I don't know what happened to me, but I I didn't. I, I'm looking at I have a list here. So like oh six to two thousand and nine. Like I don't even know half the songs on on my list. The last one that I really ha- that I really remembered was Snow Patrol chasing cars. Oh yeah, I, I was actually going to say chasing cars too. for you. Yeah, <laughs> sing it for me. Uh, I freaking don't remember the song. I just remember the <laughs> the chasing cars and Snow Patrol. Um, if I just lay here, is that that one? If I just lay here and just forget the world. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot of. I feel like it's on a lot of uh, medical shows, <laughs> like when they're laying there. <laughs> How about uh, the song that I remember hearing all over colleges, and I just all I wanted to say was, "Stop playing the song, please." Is uh, shake it up or shake it by uh, Metro Station? Yeah. Um, shake, 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 shake it. Oh yeah. Oh, so droning. They wrote that just to have it. Like I rewrote this as a hit and put money behind it because it was so. Yeah, droning's a good phrase. Too. I'm trying to remember. Is I'm trying to remember. I think Miley Cyrus's brother plays in one of the bands, and I don't know if it's Metro Station or not. Yeah, I can tell you that. I don't remember. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I don't know. All right, we're at we're at like fifty three minutes. I know we got to add clips, so this maybe we need to maybe yeah. wrap it. And... So let's let's wrap it up here. I'm gonna say a couple of them here, and we'll jump off ship here. Um, I got "Where'd You Go" by Fort Minor. Okay. Um, I got <laughs> "Party Like a Rock Star" by the uh, Shop Boys. <laughs> Oh, uh, Laffy Taffy by D4L. Laffy Taffy, I got you. Uh, Does your chain hang low by Jibs? <laughs> I like how you say that in a very like wide voice. <laughs> Does Just your chain honest. hang low? Uh, and then I will wrap this up with one final one that hopefully will get a good smile out of you. Um, oh, where'd you go? Oh no. Okay, this is my personal favorite. Uh, Back Then by Mike Jones. Mike Mike Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, the amount of like John uh, or John Wayne edit that part out. Uh the amount of little Wayne songs that I hear. Mike Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's funny cuz I didn't have that on my list at all. But I absolutely remember it. Um, I do want to say go back. Just I'm gonna go back to the '90s real quick because Ashley reminded me 
that uh, have you ever heard of Mark Morrison Return of the Mac? Yes. Yes, Mark Morrison did a song called Return of the Mac, and this may be my like this is on my list of top 50 songs of all time, and it's just a one-hit wonder. It's like you lied to me. Yes, yeah. I said that not. He lied. It's like Return of the Mac. Good song, great song. I wanted to say that because Ashley reminded me today, and um, I needed to throw that in there. So that's, that that that'd be it for me. That was '96. Well, then I have one question for you. What do you recommend this week for recommendation corner? Recommend it. We need we need a catchy jingle for that. Recommendation corner. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> um, I want to recommend the folks who are listening. You have to edit this big time because I have no idea what I'm going to recommend. <laughs> I forgot we did this now. Anything that you like watched recently this week or last week or anything like that? How about this? I will do a um, I'll do kind of like an advertisement. Is that cool? Sure. If you're into if you're into video games or into watching, if you, ever, if you watch Twitch, Twitch TV, go check out Team BMTH. She is streaming again, and um, it is very entertaining. I'm sorry. So what's please, her name? Team Bumerthen? Team Bumerthen? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you do it better than me. Um, bring me the, team Bring Me the Horizon, BMTH. Uh, Ashley Baird has, she is streaming again, and it's funny because, like, I, I've been kind of, I've been grinding out streaming for about two months now, and I have, like, she, she comes back for her first time in, in two months and has, like, double the viewers that I have. Um, so she, she's killing it, and go, 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 go check her out. T Team BMTH, go check her out. She's she's awesome. Well, you know what she has that you don't have. Money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say Moxie. she has an existing fan base that she had walking into. So that's what I knew like, you were going for. Like the yeah. moment that she jumped on, I like I got the email that she jumped on. I meet I jumped on immediately afterwards, and I'm like, hey, not here to watch you. Just say, glad to have you back. Yeah, so. but she's doing she's doing a great job, and she's got. I know she got to a point where she was trying to figure out maybe she should get a job, like trying to figure out some financial stuff, which we've all been at that point. Oh yeah. And she, uh, they, her and her and her husband Tommy, who they are big supporters of, the, of this show. Yes. They, they decided you know she can stream because if the stream keeps growing, she I mean she's in she's at affiliate status, so folks can donate bits, they can donate just money. Um, you can subscribe to her channel for four ninety nine per month, uh, so she can make money that way. So that's what she's doing that every single day. So go check her out if you're into that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I only have one recommendation, and that would be it's on Prime Video. Um, did you happen to ever watch? Uh, it's the. I think we had talked about it before, but I wanted to bring it up again. Uh, where are you at? It's the pro, uh, Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy TV series. I never have, no. Um, it has... Uh, come on, more details pop up. Thank you. So it has uh, John Krasinski from The Office playing Jack Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that to me that he was not some goofy, you know, goofy guy. He's actually a really serious, good actor. Yeah, it's so good. Like, I wanted to watch the show 
in like the first day and then not finish i just wanted to keep going and keep going and then you know i I waited like months like a few months before i actually jumped in on that and when i finally watched it i was like oh my gosh this is fantastic you know i need to uh i can't wait for season two (laughs) and i'm like oh they haven't even started filming yet this that's heartbreaking (laughs) Oh, they haven't started filming yet. No, so... But yeah, I totally recommend it. I know Season 2 uh, was confirmed while Season 1 was... was Before it even aired. Like, that's how much, uh, you, know, you know... Success they knew they were going to get. Yeah. But, man, it's fantastic. I, I really recommend people watch it. It There's something about... TV is now king. Whereas, like, you know... Movies used to be king, you know, the movie blockbuster and everything like that. TV shows with, like, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu, I mean, they've been yeah. knocking it out of the park. Yeah, because you do, they, they have they have movie studio budgets. And, and they, they, you don't just do one, you know, one hour and a half thing. You do a, you do a full season. Yeah. Actors, actors want to go to it because it's steady work for a year. And they pay, they pay them more money than movies now. Uh, yeah, depending on the show. I mean, let's not forget that. Uh, how much money was Charlie Sheen making per episode? Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Wasn't he making that? A like ton, a million dollars a an episode t- yeah, or something like that? Something nuts like that. Stupid. I mean, there's like 23 episodes in a season in America. And that was like over a decade ago now, right? When did, when did he have his meltdown? Uh, yeah, it was, about a, it was almost a decade ago. Yeah. So now with the with Netflix, see this culture is on demand. Like we want what we want. We want to be on. We don't want to go anymore to movies. Like I mean, we do. I still like to go to a movie, but it's more of a like a one time occasion. You know, each month or whatever it is. Well, I want I want to just watch a show on Netflix. I want to do it in my house. I want to do it comfortably. You know, that's where it is. That's where everything is. And that's why I'll be getting the Disney uh, Disney Plus when that comes out. So. Yeah, me too. Probably. I'm a sucker for these streaming apps. What can I say? Well, do you have any final thoughts? I just, I mean, this has been a great week, I feel like. I, I'm good. What about you? No, I, I finally getting out of this, you know, pit of despair, it feels like. But, uh, you know, finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You chose to be the boss. You knew what you are getting into. Yeah, just like, Bo, <laughs> just like Boba Fett, I fell down the Sarlacc pit, and, uh, you know, I'm just trying to dig my way out. Fair enough. <laughs> this has been... Getting old. Old. Cause I've heard the time of my life, and this is getting old too. This has been Getting Old. If you would like to find any of our previous episodes, go to anchor.fm slash getting old or gettingoldpod.com. There, you can subscribe to our website, and you'll receive a weekly email for every time an episode drops, as well as any other things that we add to the website. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, you can find us at This Is Getting Old. That is our group page, where everyone has a nice little interaction. You can also find us at our fan page at This Is Getting Old Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Getting Old Pod, as well as on Twitter at Pod underscore Old. If you have any other questions or suggestions for an episode, just email us directly at gettingoldpod at gmail.com.